From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. Last year, Jackie Cooper blew up. We spoke to the (laughs) 77-year-old retiree from Perry, Georgia, after his weekly entertainment rundown captured the attention of a YouTube superstar. Jackie's weekly viewers catapulted from 146 viewers to well over 146,000. He told me that his neighbors in Perry were not giving him the celebrity treatment. So they're not letting you cut in line at the supermarket or anything uh, no, like that? No, 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 oh no, no. And no. And nothing more than a senior discount. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie's fame as an online entertainment critic has only grown. Today we're leaning on him to talk about award season and the fierce criticism that followed the Academy Awards nominations announced on Monday. Jackie Cooper, so great to speak with you again. So great to be here, Virginia. Thank you for having me. Well, you were among many to tweet or poster observations of snubs this year. The Academy took an awful lot of flack when Oscar So White hashtag surfaced. This year, the flap is overwhelmingly white and male. That's the criticism. Overall, what's your impression? White and male. Yeah, there you go. What's your impression overall? Well, you know, this to me is a very controversial subject because, you know, you do want diversity. You do want everyone to have a fair shot. But you also want everything to be the best of the best. Hmm. Myself, I was really upset that Lupita Nyong'o, who played two roles in Us, and to me was award-worthy in both performances, was left off the best actress list. Mm-hmm. You know, regardless of, of her race, etc., she was one of the best, in my opinion. So I'm, you know, I was expecting her nomination. I didn't get her nomination. I was therefore disappointed. Yeah. Well, Jordan Peele's film, Us, was pretty much ignored. It's Absolutely. And, and this, it was a tremendous movie. Well, and this is a couple years after Get Out was nominated for Best Picture, a number of awards. Why do you think it didn't impress Academy voters? I always think this. Maybe it came out too early in the year hmm. because it seems that they hold back, you know, the awards-worthy film are released in the in the fall and winter, right. and maybe that was the case. But the strange thing, though, is Parasite, the Korean-made film that is nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, etc., has overtones of a Jordan Peele film. Right. It's got the horror element. And so, you know, I thought, my gosh, they expected and respected it in Parasite, but us, which was a tremendously effective movie for Jordan Peele, got ignored. Well, so leading the headlines for snubs, Jennifer Lopez considered a contender for Best Supporting Actress for the film Hustlers. Here she is. There's a clip playing Ramona. She's kind of a mama bear to women working at a New York City strip club. We got to start thinking like these Wall Street guys. You see what they did to this country? They stole from everybody. Hardworking people lost everything. And not one of these douchebags went to jail. Not one. Is that fair? You ever think about when they come into the club? That's stolen money. So this was a pretty surprising role for her after she's, you know, done a lot of formulaic rom-com movies for years. And kind of, you know, moderately successful TV series, you know, judging on American Idol, all of those things. This This was showing that she is a legitimately, you know, talented actress. And I think that most people, you know, in the industry and outside who keep up with films did expect her to get a nomination. It was almost a given. But she has shown, I think, so much taste. She has not commented. She has not said, 
poor me, why did they leave me out, etc. You know, she's just stayed silent and let other people complain for her. Not that she encouraged it, but it just happened. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, sense of you're ignoring Latinx in the Hollywood milieu, I guess. So she didn't say anything. It's interesting in the age of social media, some of the people who did get nominated, of course, graciously accepted. And some of those who didn't, uh, some more graciously than others. I loved Adam Sandler. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who everybody thought would be nominated for Uncut Gems. And his comment was, you know, I don't have to wear a tie anymore. You know, I don't have to go through all that award hullabaloo and circus. I can just be myself, go back to being myself. But then he gave a big shout out to Mama, which was Kathy Bates, who played his Mama in Waterboy, mm-hmm. which I thought was really a, a, a nice thing to do. And she responded, you, know, you, you was robbed. You was robbed, said Kathy Bates, who was nominated <laughs> uh, for her role in the film Richard Jewell, also a film that didn't catch on that much. And that's obviously a movie of local interest about the Absolutely. Atlanta bomber. Do you think the movie was hurt by the controversy over whether or not he was accurately portraying the AJC reporter Kathy Scruggs? Well, of course, that was the big thing. That did cause controversy. Uh, And she's not here. She is deceased and is not here to defend herself, which is also a bad thing. It was a good movie, in in my opinion. I, I thought Paul Walter Hauser, it was one of those cases of... He was born to play that role. Mm. You just can hardly imagine him in anything else. I looked him up. He's got like seven new movies coming out. It's going to be interesting to see you know, how he appears in other roles. Well, this was pretty well summed up when Issa Rae, deadpanning as she announced the Best Director nominees on the Oscars live stream, said, Congratulations to those men. Not a single woman director nominated for the second year in the row. Now, in the past, Academy voters said they just didn't have a lot of women directors to nominate because there were so few. How about this year? What comes to mind for you? Out of the gate, Greta Gerwig. She is on the map. She's respected as actress, screenplay writer, and director. Well, here's a clip from one of the nominated actresses, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, along with the great Meryl Streep. Thank you, Aunt March, for your employment and your many kindnesses, but I intend to make my own way in the world. <laughs> no, no one makes their own way. Not really. Least of all a woman. You'll need to marry well. But you are not married, Aunt March. Well, that's because I'm rich. A clip there from Little Women, directed by Greta Gerwig, who did not receive an Oscar nomination for Best Director. The film was nominated for Best Picture, Costume Design, Best Score, an actress in a leading role and in a supporting role. The movie Little Women certainly received a lot of acclaim. It's got you know nominations for Sir Ronan and also for Florence Pugh uh, in the film, and nothing for her. Mm-hmm. And you know, it, I think that is a legitimate complaint because I I just thought that there was room for her. She was just as good, and some I could argue that she was a little bit better. And it did just seem like a slap. Mm. But the question again goes back, did somebody, you know, in their mind say, I'm not going to vote for her because she's a woman? Yeah. Well, this year, uh, also, Marielle Heller for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, not nominated Best Director nominated. as Best Director Lulu Wang for The, the Farewell. Well, Melina the Farewell Ma- got snubbed in everything. Absolutely. And Melina Matsukis for Queen and Slim. Lorene Scafaria for Hustlers, all great female directors. We're speaking with Jackie Cooper. He is the host and 
and YouTube sensation of Entertainment Rundown. He's from Perry, Georgia, speaking with us about this year's Academy Award nominees and really award season altogether, some some notable snubs of women and people of color. That is certainly something that people on the Internet are reacting to. But Jackie, you, you also, in defense of white men, some notable snubs here, including, as you mentioned before, Adam Sandler for his role. A tremendous job that he did in Uncut Gems. Uh, also, Noah Baumbach, whose film, <laughs> whose film, A Marriage Story, was on Netflix. Now, in the past, there's been predictions of a Netflix backlash, which seemed to have been premature. Netflix had more nominations than any of the major studios this year. What do you think is going on there? I think that, you know, they've broken through the wall that Netflix films are going to be accepted, you know, I will be interested to see what the story is after the awards are announced. If Irishman does not come through with you know some awards, Martin Scorsese for director, Irishman for picture, and then the two supporting actor nominations that it got, is it going to be said, oh, well, you see, they don't take Netflix movies seriously? You know that argument will be made either way. If they if they do win awards, then of course people say, "See, that validates everything." You, you're not going to have this issue of whether or not a Netflix uh, film can win. All right, so let's switch tracks here for the most deserved nominations. So who do you think really did earn it and got and got nominated? Well, I certainly think that Joaquin Phoenix. Earned his nomination, and I, when I saw, you know, the Joker, I was just our Joker. I was just blown away by his performance. It was just so unlike anything you've seen, and it was a, a, a true descent into madness with that character, Arthur Fleck. And then, you know, he just portrayed every aspect of it. So, you know, I was so glad that that he got nominated, and I I really do think that he earned his his nomination. The same thing, I, w- I was so glad to see Cynthia Riva uh, get nominated for Harriet. You know, there was a lot of chatter on on the social media about the fact that she was British, that what was she doing playing an American heroine, and, you know, et cetera. But I think her performance was so complete and so total and so impressive that she kind of squelched, you know, that criticism. She was certainly deserving. Let's hear a clip of Cynthia Revo in the role of Harriet Tubman in the film Harriet. You got lucky, Harriet. And there's nothing more you can do. Don't you tell me what I can't do. I made it this far on my own. God was watching, but my feet was my own. Running, bleeding, climbing, nearly drowned. Nothing to eat for days and days, man. I made it. So don't you tell me what I can't do. A clip there from the film Harriet, which is about Harriet Tubman. Jackie, what else stands out to you about the nominations? The comeback stories. Renee Zellweger, you know, they had counted her out. Right. She was down for the count. Uh, she had had you know, Chicago. She'd had Cold Mountain. She was just at the height of her career. And then it was like the bottom dropped out. There was, you know, and she, and she disappeared. She made some obscure movies. But she came roaring back in the film Judy and just threw herself into it. And Hollywood loves a comeback story Mm -hmm. that's going to stand her in good stead, you know, with the voters. 
Yeah, she, the Golden Globes is not always a predictor, but there has been consistency in the actor and actress categories in the past couple of years. Best actor for Joaquin Phoenix for Joker and for Renee Zellweger for portraying Judy Garland. Who are the other comebacks that you're thinking of in this year's well, race? Let me just interject this, though. Karen Eggerson, though, won the musical comedy actor, and he's not even nominated. Right. And Aquafina won the, you know, uh, Golden Globe, and she also is not nominated. Mm-hmm. So, but I think I think Brad Pitt is a is a comeback story. Not all of his movies have been hits in the last few years. He still was a star, you know, at the top, but just kind of dulled, gone through some you know awkwardness in his personal life, and then came back and was in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is. You know, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, stunt double. And it was like the old Brad Pitt had been frozen in time, and they thought him out, <laughs> and he came and, and gave this performance, and everybody loved it and loved him. So, you know, I think he's going to cruise right on in t- to the Oscars uh, with that goodwill mm-hmm. uh, surrounding him. Yeah, so I could I couldn't help but notice that when he was accepting his award at the Golden Globes, of course, they flashed to Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> they, they, they won't let him forget that one. And they have not been able to sever that tie. You know, I'm, I'm old enough. You're not old enough to remember the Eddie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, Elizabeth Taylor uh-huh. thing. And it was almost history repeats itself with Jennifer Aniston, Angelina Jolie, and Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt has come out of that. All three of them have come out of it still with their careers intact and loyalty based on you know, different circumstances. Right. Looks like the media is just stuck on it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, again, in this day and age, we thrive on that. Mm-hmm. And we have social media to enhance everything. We can study that you know, shot of Jennifer Aniston being in the audience and, oh, look, she moved her finger toward her right eye or whatever. It's, you know, it's down to the minutia. <laughs> How about, of course, Academy voters have to make choices. Have you thought, Jackie, about which do you think should have been left out in favor of those performances that you did want to see nominated? I, I really was surprised that, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio uh, was in there. I just, I, I, I knew, you know, Brad Pitt was going to get in there, but it's a, it's a big age of Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this, and of course he said, this is, this is you know, my ninth film. I'm only going to make 10 films. So this was a big thing. Uh, whether he sticks to that or not is unknown. But, you know, I was surprised with him. I was really surprised uh, with Charlize Theron. I did not, you know, I thought she did a great job as, you know, Megyn Kelly and Bombshell. But it wasn't the kind of performance that I thought would draw that much attention. But she has been a master of, of, she's really been out there beating the drums, you know, for this film, you know, on just about every talk show you could imagine. And she comes across well, and she, you know, she talks about how she got absorbed by the character and then also, you know, how they physically altered her features to make her look like Kelly. Mm-hmm. So, but still that's, you know, altering features is not a performance. <laughs> and to me, the, the movie and the performance were good, but not outstanding. 
Well, Jackie, yeah, I'm looking. Are... I'm looking at best film and and some of those other nominations that you talked about. Uh, let's see, Ford versus Ferrari about cars. The Irishman. It's an old mobster movie. Joker about incels. Once upon a time in Hollywood. The golden, very male era of Hollywood, and then 1917, a war film. You think maybe we can get beyond some of these subjects and push for films about things that are less predictable? Well, you know, to me, Marriage Story was that unpredictable film. It was about a divorce, but it's a love story. And people that I've talked to either loved it or hated it. You know, they loved how much it affects you as a viewer, and they hate it because of the way it affects you as a, a viewer. Huh. Uh, you know, I've had people say, you know, why would I want to sit there for two hours and just be depressed for two hours? And I'm saying, on the other hand, because, because it shows you real life, and it shows you a glimmer of hope in the worst of times. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was just a, a beautiful film. You know, whether or not it, you know, it actually was the story, Noah Bombal was married to Jennifer Jason Lee. They had a son. And if it was their story, well, he really put himself out there to bring it to life. But it's just a beautiful film, and it it's, it it stands out to me among this list that you know that you just named as being something slightly different. Well, Jackie, if we were to leave with a song that represented one of the snubs, what would you like to hear? Well, I'd like to hear "Into the Unknown" because. Frozen 2 did not get nominated for Best Animated Film. I thought it would be at the very top of the list and left off completely. So we are wandering into the unknown. (laughs) Yeah, that was a bit of a shocker. But the song Into the Unknown from Frozen 2 was indeed nominated for Best Original Song. So let's hear that as we say goodbye to Jackie Cooper. So long, Virginia. Thank you so much. Jackie Cooper, he's a lawyer and an author from Perry and a YouTube star everywhere for his weekly entertainment rundown. He doesn't just cover movies, by the way, books and television shows. You can find a link to watch them at gpbnews.org. And we'd love to know what you think of this year's Oscar nominations. What are some of the performances that you think got left out? What would you rather see on that list? You can reach us on our Facebook page, and we may just read your comment live on the air. Or you can go to Twitter at OST Talk. On Second Thought is produced by Amelia Brock, LaRaven Taylor, Priya Mahadevan, and Jake Troyer. Jesse Nyswanger is our engineer. Mary Lynn Ryan is executive producer. I'm Virginia Prescott. Thanks so much for spending some time with On Second Thought. Follow you into the end.